If you like what you hear on this episode, you're going to want to come check out my new podcast called the Unfuck Your Brain Podcast. What you're listening to right now, The Lawyer's Stress Solution, has ceased production of new episodes. But Unfuck Your Brain is rocking and rolling. Every week, I release a new episode of the Unfuck Your Brain podcast, teaching you the same great tools for taming your brain, but with even more applications to other areas of your life. You can search for it by name. Remember, there's an asterisk instead of the U in unfuck because we like to be polite. Or just click the link to it in the podcast description for this show. I'll see you over there. You're listening to The Lawyer Stress Solution, the only podcast that teaches you cognitive science-based techniques specifically created for lawyers. Learn how to manage your lawyer brain and conquer the stress, anxiety, and overwhelm of lawyer life. Here's your host, former lawyer and certified master coach, Kara Lowenthal. Hello, my lawyer friends. Today's podcast is going to be a short one because I want to talk about overwhelm, and I want this to be short enough so that you can listen to it anytime you're feeling overwhelmed and you need a little bit of a boost to get yourself together, (laughs) to calm the anxiety, and to be able to move forward with your day. Most of my clients experience overwhelm. I definitely experienced overwhelm a ton when I was a lawyer, when I was litigating, as an academic, when I was in policy work, really in every job. I still occasionally experience overwhelm, right? Negative feelings are a part of life and we're all on the lifelong path to enlightenment. So it still happens to me, but so much less frequently than it used to. And that's because I figured out what actually causes overwhelm. So there are a lot of things that we think cause overwhelm, right? Our workload is the number one thing most of my clients cite. There's just too much work and not enough time to get it done, particularly in situations where a supervisor has unrealistic expectations about what you can do. So workload, definitely. Trying to have a social life on top of a demanding job. It's certainly something I'm familiar with as an entrepreneur now, having a business where there's always something to get done, right? I always could be working just like many of you. Family responsibilities, right? Whether it's parents or children or siblings or any other kind of family responsibility that takes up time and isn't necessarily on your schedule, right? Your kid gets sick, your parent needs help, you don't get to schedule that in at a convenient time. Trying to keep up with things like athletic or health goals is also something my clients have a lot of trouble with. You know, they sort of often say things like, well, I can't even get my to-do list under control. How am I also supposed to meet my fitness goals or be able to go to yoga three times a week or go for a run four days a week? How am I supposed to fit that all in? Then a romantic partnership, right? If you're in a relationship, keeping that relationship solid and strong and developing. If you're dating, finding the time to date, really trying to quote unquote, have it all, right? Trying to keep all these elements of your life operating when you are moving at full speed in your career as well. So probably for most of you, the thought that you most often think when you're feeling overwhelmed is I have too much work, right? That's usually what creates that feeling of overwhelm. Looking at your to-do list and just thinking there's no way I can get this done today. And that's really the key to what actually causes overwhelm. So I've listed a whole bunch of things that we think cause overwhelm workloads, social life, family responsibilities, right? Health goals, romantic partnerships, trying to balance it. None of that actually causes overwhelm. I'm sorry to say, 
but it's good news actually. <laughs> what really causes overwhelm, what creates that feeling of being underwater is our thoughts, right? This is true of me to this day. I definitely, as I said earlier, occasionally I get overwhelmed. <laughs> when I looked at my to-do list today, it's a Sunday. I try to take the weekends off. Today, I had a lot to do. And I looked at my to-do list today, I definitely wanted to curl up under the table and cry, <laughs> right? Because I felt so overwhelmed. But the reason I felt overwhelmed was not the things on my to-do list, because actually there was enough time to get them done. My thought was, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time to do this all. That thought created so much anxiety for me and made me feel so overwhelmed. And that's true for all of you. When you are feeling overwhelmed, it's not because of the external thing. It's not because of the family responsibilities. It's not because of the work. It's because of your thoughts about it. Now, if you've ever heard those sayings that are like, well, Beyonce also only has 24 hours in the day, right? Or President Obama also only has 24 hours in the day. And, you know, I used to think sort of like, yeah, but they also have a huge support staff, right? And that makes it easier. The truth is, it is true. We all have the same 24 hours. And it's not that other people are more efficient than you. Or rather, it is that they may be more efficient, but it's not some genetic blessing that you just don't have. It's that they have different thoughts than you do. And your thoughts create feelings of overwhelm. It's the primary cause of overwhelm is actually thoughts that cause anxiety. If you've been listening to the previous podcast, you know that anxiety is, evolutionarily speaking, a biological reaction to the fear of danger, right? When your brain senses a threat, it creates anxiety. There's a reason that it's often called the flight or fright response, right? You freeze up when you are anxious. A lot of people freeze up. It's like when you see an animal playing dead, right? It's that phenomenon. When you get anxious, some people respond to anxiety by running around like a chicken with its head cut off, right? Trying to outrun the anxiety. Some people get paralyzed when they have anxiety. They just shut down and sort of hunch over and hope that no one will see them. If you've ever seen like a hedgehog or a porcupine, right? Or some, or an armadillo, some kind of animal that sort of snaps shut into a ball with spikes and armor on the outside. That's what some of us do when we get overwhelmed. We just shut down. So the key to figuring out overwhelm is to figure out what you're thinking when you're overwhelmed. So I have a client who came to me because although she wasn't even working a full workload, she couldn't get anything done because she was so overwhelmed all the time. And it turned out that the reason she was so overwhelmed was that she was constantly thinking, I don't know how to do this. I don't have enough time. I'm never going to get this done. This is going to take so much work right? All of those thoughts were creating so much anxiety for her, and that was contributing to her overwhelm. So for you right now, if you are feeling overwhelmed, you need to figure out what is the thought that you keep thinking. My overwhelm thought is always, I don't have enough time, right? I think that's myself all the time. I don't have enough time. Even though, what does that mean? I have plenty of time, knock on wood, until I die, <laughs> right? I'm 36 now. There's plenty of time. I have 24 hours in a day. I have however many hours are in a week, math is not my strong suit, right? I have a lot of time. When I think to myself, I don't have enough time, I start to freak out, right? When I think I don't have enough time to do this work. Ironically, when you think I don't have enough time to do this work, you feel anxious, you shut down or you avoid, and then you may come true for yourself that you don't have enough time to do the work. When you are in an anxiety brain, you are not in a rational state. 
So when your brain in anxiety mode tells you, I don't have enough time to do the work, you can't really believe that. It is not actually analyzing it. And my clients will often say to me like, oh, I just can't possibly get all this done. Then when I go through it with them, of course, they can get it done. There's plenty of time. But when you're in anxiety state, when you are having those thoughts, your brain is not like doing the math correctly, basically. And you can't trust your brain telling you, I don't have enough time. We can't get this done. So the key, as I said, is you figure out what you're thinking, like I don't have enough time. And then you have to practice figuring out what you can think that would feel better. It has to be something you can believe, right? For some people, a thought like, well, it always gets done because it has to. For some people, that really works, right? For me, when I'm thinking I don't have enough time, I just practice thinking I have enough time. I have the time I need, right? I can believe that because ultimately I do. The work will get done one way or the other. It will take the amount of time that it takes. Sometimes I practice thinking instead. I know that when I calm down, I'll see that I have enough time, (laughs) right? If it's like, if I'm anxious and I can't believe I have enough time, but I do believe and I know that my brain when it's in anxiety mode isn't reliable and that it's lying when it tells me there isn't enough time, I'll say to myself, it's okay. When we calm down, I'll be able to see that there's plenty of time. So whatever it is for you, you have to identify the thought that is causing you overwhelm, whether it's I have too much to do, I can't get this done, this is unreasonable, no one could do all of this, I don't have enough time, right? Whatever that thought is. And then you have to figure out a thought you can believe that you can practice that helps you feel a little bit calmer. And so I'm going to teach you one extra special little trick about this, which is it's very common when we're trying to replace a thought, we try to come up with like the opposite of the thought, right? So for instance, if the thought that causes anxiety is I don't have enough time, our natural inclination when we try to come up with a replacement thought is to have another thought about amount of time, right? To think I do have enough time. That's great if that works. Sometimes you don't believe that kind of opposite thought yet. And so the other thing you can do is just come up with a different thought that feels better, even if it doesn't directly speak to the initial thought, right? So if the initial thought is, I don't have enough time, but you don't believe the thought, I do have enough time, well, is there something else you can think that is calming, like, I've always gotten my work done before, or I know how to make a plan for what to do, right? Those thoughts don't directly respond to whether or not there's enough time, but they still are more empowering, calming thoughts that will help you take your sort of anxiety level down and then be able to make a plan. So for one of my clients, the thought that she decided to go with was always, I always feel overwhelmed until I make a plan. So I just need to make a plan. And she's on to something really important there, actually. So really, I'm going to teach you a second secret tip. (laughs) It's bonus time, which is that the way the brain functions, it is very difficult for the brain to make a plan and execute it at the same time. It is much easier for the brain to make a plan then execute the plan. This is why every writing teacher you've ever had has taught you to do an outline before you write. Because the brain gets very confused when you try to outline and write at the same time. It gets overwhelmed. It doesn't know what to do. At the beginning, when it feels overwhelming, you tell yourself, all we have to do is make a plan. We don't have to do the part where we actually create it or do the work. We're just making a plan. Then once you've made the plan, then your brain just has to follow the plan. So breaking it down in that way, make a plan, then follow a plan is a really good solution for a lot of the overwhelm that people experience, especially when it comes to having a particular project that they need to do or a sort of overwhelming to-do list where they need to figure out how and when they're going to do everything. Okay, so 
In summary, when you feel overwhelmed, number one, you need to figure out what you're thinking. What's the thought that's causing you to feel overwhelmed? Number two, you got to figure out something new you can think that you can believe instead, right? And bonus trick number one is if you can't believe the opposite of the anxiety producing thought, that's fine. Just find something you can believe, even if it's not directly rebutting the first thought, but something that helps you feel calmer and more in control. And trick number two, usually a good go-to if you don't know where to start with your brain is to just tell yourself, I just need to come up with a plan. The brain does not do well at planning and executing at the same time, but if you break them up and just plan first, then execute, that will really help you get a grip on that overwhelm and on your to-do list and figure out where to start and how to attack it. So now you know what's going on when you feel overwhelmed, which, you know, for those of you who are lawyers, is probably happening 100 times a day. So practice this. Let's bring that down, right? Once a week is a good amount to end up feeling overwhelmed. In my opinion, that's where I am these days, I would say. If you've been enjoying this podcast, I'd really appreciate if you take a minute and leave me an iTunes review. And since nothing good comes for free, I am giving away a half hour of free coaching every week drawn by raffle from the people who submit iTunes reviews. So if everything you've been listening to in the podcast sounds good, but you're not really sure how to apply it to yourself, or you think you'd like some personalized attention, this is a very easy way to get some. Just go to www.thelawyerstresssolution.com backslash iTunes. And there's simple instructions for how to review an iTunes, how to submit your name, email, and the title of your review. And then you'll be notified by email if you won the free half hour of coaching. So I'm really looking forward to speaking to some of you in person and getting to know my listeners. And I'll be back in your podcast inbox next week. If this episode resonated with you, you need to come check out The Clutch. Because once you've learned how to coach yourself, we have a whole bonus course called How to Get Really Fucking Organized. It's exactly what it sounds like. There's a video module and a workbook that walks you through the exact system and process that I used and I still use to build and manage a multi-million dollar business from scratch, see family, see friends, have time to date and for hobbies, get to the gym and still have time to relax and enjoy my life. If you've ever dealt with overwhelm or stress or overflowing inboxes or endless to-do lists, in other words, if you've ever been a human living in modern times, this course will change your life. And you'll get tons of support from the Clutch community and expert guidance whenever you need it to help you apply and keep applying these principles so that you can implement the system and truly transform your work life and every other part of your life too. You can learn how to accomplish more than you ever have before without the stress. It truly is possible. Just go to unfuckyourbrain.com forward slash the clutch, or you can just text your email address to 347 934 8861 and we will text you right back a link to a mobile site where you can read all about the clutch and decide there if you want to join. I hope you will because I know it will change your life. See you in there.